0: You're listening to the Gospel Project for Adults weekly leader training, helping you guide your group through its study of the storyline of Scripture. Hey there! Thanks for joining us for the weekly leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. I'm Aaron Armstrong, and with me is Ken Braddy. Today we are looking at Unit 30, Session 1: Proclaiming the Gospel of Jesus. And so, um, in this session, we're looking at Acts chapter 8, and um, as this illustrates, we're going to see that. Evangelism is challenging work, but it is so worth it. So, Philip um, was commanded to get up and go share the good news of Jesus Christ with a high profile, powerful African eunuch, um, Ethiopian eunuch. And uh, as he obeyed and went, uh, Philip experienced the, this miraculous power from the Holy Spirit, who accompanies those who go to share the good news. And so what we what we take away from this is that uh, from this faithful believer's unique gospel conversation um, is how uh, how this demonstrated the power of God's um, and how he, his power is still at work in our world to embolden his people and change people's hearts. So that's a big mouthful. But, um, but, Ken, what would you say is is the most important takeaway from this session?
1: You know, I just I like the way that our author and our editors have framed this one up, Aaron. You know, when they said uh, right there in the, uh, on the pages of the curriculum this week, you know that the holy spirit leads uh, god's people to proclaim uh, the gospel of jesus from the Scriptures, so that others can be saved i mean that's how do you you know how do you beat that you know and so for me that's the most important takeaway is that we have a tool uh, called the bible and as believers uh, it's our responsibility to know it well enough that we can you know tell others about jesus so you can say proclaim preach teach whatever you want to call it speak up you know but well, it's our job to use our voice and to uh, lead others into uh, a gospel conversation that is pointed specifically at Christ. And so to me, that's the the biggest, uh, most important takeaway from this session is that we can, every one of us can do that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think alongside of that, a really important takeaway from this session is found in point one, which is that proclaiming Christ really does require obedience in following the Spirit's leading. So yes, we 100% trust him to do the work, but we also have to remember that he uses us in that work. And so in your group, I think that there's a lot of fruitful discussion that can come from the questions on page 117 of the Leader Guide, Uh, specifically the first one, which is uh, really dealing with struggles to obey the Lord's commands in this area. Um, Something that's helpful to do in that is to talk through you know, where have you, where have you felt that prompting in your own life and not followed through and mm-hmm. or and conversely, what ha, when have there been times when you have felt that again, felt that prompting, but you have obeyed it and and uh, discuss the two separate experiences.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So I love that. Yeah, so Ken, what, uh, what do you think is a challenge that, uh, or something that could require some extra prep time in this session? Uh,
1: you know, I think, Aaron, one of the things that is going to come up uh, and probably should come up is that you know, it's possible uh, for us to uh, you know, be people that uh, read the Bible uh, but not understand exactly how Jesus connects to it. And it sounds like an odd saying, you know, like, well, it's the Bible, right? Uh, but I think that there is still a lot of uh, misunderstanding about how the scripture, you know, the Bible is, is all about Christ. And, uh, and you see it here with the Ethiopian eunuch. I mean, he was reading a passage that was, uh, you know, aimed right at uh, telling about Christ. But Philip came along and, and unpacked it for him, you know, and really helped him to understand it. And you go back and look at, you know, Luke chapter 24. It's one of my favorite, favorite, you know, post-resurrection stories of the two disciples that are walking, you know, that road to Emmaus. And they're talking about all the things that had happened in Jerusalem, you know, meaning the crucifixion of Christ. And then all of a sudden Jesus comes to them, you know, and his appearance is veiled, but he's having this conversation with them. And, And in verse 27, it says that beginning with Moses... Uh, and from all the prophets, he interpreted or explained to them the things concerning himself and all the scriptures. And so I, I have a feeling that there may be people in our groups. Let's just say there are pre-Christians in our groups. Uh, we can really help them, I think, connect some dots and understand that uh, the scripture bear all the scripture bears witness to Christ and his atoning work. And then maybe to even help some of our group members uh, that maybe have been around for a while and. Uh, to help them understand, you know, that meta narrative of scripture. I, when I, when I taught gospel project regularly uh, with my group, uh, it was amazing, Aaron, that, you know, every week after we would finish a lesson, somebody, I mean, there was never a week that somebody didn't say, I never knew how that story or that, you know, example, uh, you know pointed to Jesus this is amazing you know and it just became a regular part of the group uh, and people's eyes were being opened weekly you know to how Jesus connects to all the scripture
0: yeah definitely and and i mean that is um that's something that i mean We would hope would be familiar with many of your many group members, but um, I mean, as you were saying, it's it's really not uncommon for people, even when they've been studying the Bible for years and years and years, to to not see this and not see how all of Scripture testifies to Jesus. Um,
1: Yeah, I I think Aaron, there's maybe one more thing uh, that is probably you know going to come up. Mm And honestly, uh, we've visited about it over some of the other podcasts here recently, but uh, you find Philip, uh, you know, uh, suddenly appearing and God providing him for this Ethiopian eunuch uh, to help explain uh, the scripture to him. Uh, The eunuch's baptized, goes back home, and is going to be an influential person, no doubt, uh, in the uh, Christian church. Uh, and, and you see, you know, Philip running up alongside the chariot and being able to uh, help interpret uh, what the eunuch is reading. And I just I wonder if the people in our groups feel like, you know, that's a special job for special people, you know, that really have a uh, an extreme understanding of the Bible, and if they feel like, you know, that's really not something I can do. And so I would I would want to help my folks understand that you know, although this is a story about a, uh, you know, a real person, Philip, uh, this is really, you know, all of our stories, you know, that there, any of us could be sent, you know, by God uh, to run up alongside someone's chariot, you know, somebody in our workplace or neighborhood or family. And, and we know enough, you know, we may not be, you know, Bible scholars with seminary degrees, but we do know uh, the basics of the gospel. And so maybe that's a good time to review the, the basics. Like if you, you know, had to do a gospel presentation in 60 seconds or less. What would you say? What are the most important things? And maybe help our group members realize, you know, I, I do know enough mm-hmm. that in any circumstance, I could I could speak up for the Lord and point someone uh, to Christ. I don't I wouldn't want them to walk out feeling like that's just a job for preachers and teachers.
0: Yeah, definitely. I th- I think there is so uh, it is so it is so interesting how we we so can so easily feel. Uh, ill-equipped in this and um, I mean I know some of that comes down to we we often make the gospel more complicated than than uh, than I think it really is because there's so there is truly so much that could be said but if we really boil it down to to remembering um, really what Paul said in first Corinthians 15 that um, that the gospel that he preached was that Christ died that he, according to the scriptures, that he rose, that he was buried, and that he rose again on the third day, in, in accordance with the scriptures. Those are the, that's the essence of it. And so that's it's good news. It is good news. <laughs> it is so. Uh, Ken, what is a what is a final encouragement that uh, that we would have for leaders?
1: You know, I, uh, I want to encourage everyone who's listening to this, and I'm going to assume uh, probably that most of you that are listening are, are group leaders and you're getting ready to meet with your group uh, within the week or so. And uh, I want you to know that, uh, you know, you may not walk out of your group every week with a slap on the back or an attaboy or that kind of a thing. However, please know that you are making a big difference uh, by teaching uh, the word of God. You know, Philip uh, just obeyed and ran up alongside the chariot Explain Christ. Uh, this person was baptized and was going to go back home and uh, be a leader uh, in the church in, in his, uh, in his uh, region. And so uh, Philip may never have ever seen the fruit of all of that, but God used Philip uh, to point this man in the right direction. And no doubt that's going that was going to lead to and did lead to some changed lives where he was. I say all that to say, you know, back when my mother uh, was a, a nine year old girl in third grade. Um, a, a teacher named Helen Jensen that I just learned about, you know, just a short time ago, uh, was her third grade Sunday school teacher and led her to Christ, and that made a huge impact in my mother's life and who she married and, you know, how she raised her children, me and my sister, and now Tim, uh, Deborah and I uh, are both in ministry. Uh, you know, I have a, a team at Lifeway now that gets to serve millions of folks through curriculum development. And it all started back with, you know, a little lady named Helen Jensen, just obeying the Lord and doing what God told her to do, never realizing the impact she had on my mother and our family, you know, generations later. So I just want to encourage teachers that just by doing what you're doing, you are making a huge difference. And so keep up that good work.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I think I would just really echo that as well. Um, the work, the, the ministry that you're doing, it, it does matter. And God is using you as you proclaim the gospel. And I know that this last year has been, um, well, let's just be honest, it's been a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: but That's a pretty good way to describe 2020. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, Lord willing, 2021, when you're listening to this, it'll be better somehow. Uh, but uh, but just know that that um, as you are um, as you are seeking to faithfully lead your group as you are faithfully seeking to help your group grow in the gospel and and to share Christ with others we are praying for you and we are sure that God is going to bear much fruit from your faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, Ken, I think that's probably a good place for us to wrap this up. All right. All right. So thanks for chatting about this session today. And thank you all for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. For more resources to help you guide your group through this session, visit gospelproject.com.